Thank you for downloading Dissonance and Harmony, a mini Hanukkah podcast brought to you by Pardes North America. This podcast brings you insights from esteemed Pardes faculty on discord within our tradition, inspired by themes of the holiday. Be sure to check out all of our upcoming programming at www.pardes.org. And now for More is More versus Less is More from Leon Morris. One of the most well-known disagreements about lighting Hanukkah candles can be found in the Talmud, in Masechet Shabbat 21b, and it's the debate between the schools of Hillel and Shammai. Specifically, is a disagreement about the details of how to perform this most enhanced way of lighting the Hanukkah lights. This way is level three, or what might be called Mahadrin Minha Mahadrin. And this disagreement between Shammai and Hillel might be familiar to you. The school of Shammai says that one starts with eight lights and decreases by one each night of the holiday. By contrast, the school of Hillel holds that one begins with one light and increases by one each day of the holiday. Incidentally, what makes this the most enhanced form of lighting Hanukkah candles for both of them is that the number of candles changes each night and therefore indicates which night of Hanukkah it is. So whether one increases or decreases the number of lights, there is something about the difference between one day and the next that makes this method of lighting higher than the more basic way in which one can fulfill the mitzvah. Earlier in this Talmudic passage, we're told that the most basic way of performing the mitzvah of Hanukkah is simply ner ish uveto, one candle per household each night of Hanukkah. One candle the first night, one candle the second night, and so on. The next level up, level two, is one candle for each person in the household, so that a family of five will light five candles each and every night of Hanukkah. Now, when later sages, the Amoraim, look back at this debate between the schools of Hillel and Shammai, they had a disagreement about what the intentions of Hillel and Shammai were, about what was the basis for their method of increasing or decreasing the number of lights. One of them said that the reason that Beit Shammai stated that one decreases the light each night was so that when you look at the number of lights, you see how many days remain of the holiday. Whereas for Beit Hillel, you increase by one each night so that you can see how many days have passed. If this was the reason behind their different ways of lighting the Hanukkah lights, this might point to a larger conceptual disagreement between them. Perhaps these two schools disagree about what is more important, the past or the future? Is the past or the future the primary locus for orienting our lives in the present? The other opinion about the reason behind the disagreement of Hillel and Shammai was that when Shammai advocated decreasing the lights by one each night, his method parallels the sacrifices of bulls that were offered on the festival of Sukkot. 
There on Sukkot, 13 bulls were offered on the first day, 12 the second day, and they continue to decrease by one each day until the number of bulls equals, altogether, 70, the 70 nations of the world. When Hillel advocated increasing by one each night, he was, according to this Amora, demonstrating the important principle of ma'alin bakodesh ve'en moridin, that in matters of holiness, we always increase. Each of these explanations is fascinating, and each of them embraces a completely different kind of message. Connecting the Hanukkah candles to the sacrifices of Sukkot might seem strange until we consider that Hanukkah itself was a kind of makeup session for the festival of Sukkot that couldn't be observed when the temple in Jerusalem was in disarray as a result of the Assyrian-Greek war waged in Judea. But even more than that, the offerings of bulls on Sukkot is the embracing of universalism. By starting with 13 bulls and working our way down so that we arrive at a total of 70, which was understood as being of universal import of the 70 nations of the world. The sacrifices of Sukkot were offered on behalf of the entire world. Shammai's position, as understood by this one Amura, gives us the space to ask, what is the message of Hanukkah for the world at large? How is the story of the Maccabees relevant to every nation that struggles to maintain its own distinctiveness and to reject a universal monoculture? Hillel's reasoning, according to the Amora, is of a completely different nature. Hillel asserts that when it comes to matters of sanctity, one should always increase and never decrease. We might draw a contrast between Hillel and Shammai this way. For Shammai, the enhancement of Hanukkah comes through demonstrating how the story of Hanukkah is a universal message for the world. Hillel, however, wants to emphasize that the true message of Hanukkah is about cultivating the particular Jewish notion of holiness, which is to be found in increasing. Now, this last opinion of Hillel is interesting as well because it raises the question of whether more is actually more or, in contemporary parlance, whether less is more. In so many areas of life, I think we want to argue right now that in a counterintuitive way, less is more. Simplicity, less acquisition, less materialism. This is where value and beauty is found. But while this may be true in the realm of material objects, when it comes to things like goodness, holiness, connection to others, and light, we could say more is always more. Thank you again for listening to Dissonance and Harmony, a mini Hanukkah podcast brought to you by Pardes North America. If you liked what you just heard, please sign up for our newsletter at www.pardes.org. Thanks for listening.